Hey everyone, what you're about to hear is a special bonus episode of our other podcast, Helpful Goat Presents, a games and gaming podcast. This is the first in a series of conversations that we're calling Behind the Goats, in which members and friends of Helpful Goat Gaming get together to discuss dungeons and dragons and games in general. It's an opportunity for you to get to know the players behind the characters that you know and love. Uh, the usual warning about adult language applies, and if you like this, go subscribe to Helpful Goat Presents to hear more of these conversations and to listen to our playthroughs of other games, such as Big Gay Orcs and Waterdeep Dragon Iced. Thanks! So do we need to do an intro? Sure, let's do an intro. Um, my name is Andrew Gilbert. I am the dungeon master for Goats and Dragons, um, as well as a couple one-shots and just an overall member of Helpful Goat Gaming. And I'm here with my wife, Darcy. And I am Darcy. Good. I play... <laughs> so far, so good. I play Hakari, the tiefling cleric, um, on... Hopeful Goat Campaign A, is it? Yeah, it's, it's Fates Campa- of Rin. Fates of Rin. Yeah. Um, I am on that. And we are married in real life, uh, and I also like her as a person and a friend. Aw. Uh, and too. we're going to be talking a little bit about our life and our our love of games, and or Darcy's tolerance of games, <laughs> and, and enjoyment of D&D, and yeah, all kinds of fun stuff. And we're going to get dark, and we're going to get deep. Ooh. So, so I don't really know how to begin That's or what, what I was exactly we're going to talk about. But could we start with some viewer questions? We could start with whatever you want. I say we start with some viewer questions. And some get viewer it. questions. Well, some... Isn't that the thing you just showed me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how uh, how long? Here's one. So, how long did it take your in your relationship for the first D and D? Are you recording us reference? right now? Yeah. You didn't tell me that. <laughs> it's it's all natural. We're getting real. Uh, we're, getting, we're getting real. You're gonna have to podcast. edit all of this out because I'm gonna sound like a moron. I don't have to edit. Do shit. you have the tapping on the microphone? Everyone's gonna hate me. What? No, not that part. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was trying to make Andy's ears explode. Okay, this is go ahead. Super. I had no idea he's recording me. Super non. He does this a lot. <laughs> wink, wink. It's all part of, and media res, baby. What? It's a, it's a thing. Okay. Anyway, go anyway, on. Moving on. How long did it take in your relationship for the first D&D reference? In our relationship? Yeah. I don't know. Right. I have no idea because I didn't know anything about D&D right, until 2013. We had a relationship for a long time before we started playing D&D together. Yes. So that's hard to answer because I probably made one. <laughs> yeah, he probably made <laughs> not, a lot. Not exactly... Thinking that you would get it. I do. I do actually remember though that there was that Futurama episode, right, with Bender, um, where Bender's game. <laughs> yeah. And so you were explaining things to me, like you would explain yeah. to me if I didn't get a reference in like the TV show or yeah, the um, or you know whatever we were watching or someone said something you would tell me. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, though, when that started throughout our relationship. <laughs> right. You know, honestly, it might have been Futurama. It was kind of one of the first times that we really talked I about talked it. about it, really. Yeah. Yeah. When was the first time we played then? That was together? the summer of 2013. That's right. So, we played a quick... A campaign that I thought was going to last only that summer. 
is what was in my head when I was making that. Yeah. Uh, and we had our friend Ryan and then our my cousin Kurt, who... Because we were trapped in Indiana for the summer. Yeah, we're trapped in Indiana for the summer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, Indiana's gross anyway, but you also weren't feeling very good, so there no. wasn't a lot of... And it's crazy humid in the summer. It is. With There's bugs. N- yeah, not a ton of outdoor stuff... To do. ...anyone wants to do in Indiana. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so yeah, we started playing then, and do you remember your character? That was your first character. I was just thinking about her, actually, the other day. I don't remember her. Asana. As- was Asana your... F- Asana. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Asana was this. Surin was the second one, right? Right. Okay, Asana. And she was half elf, and she yeah. was a ranger. Yeah, and you made her super sexy, I super did? beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, all my characters <laughs> are like that because I have poor self esteem. <laughs> I've never played a non good looking character. Hikari is terrifying. But she's supposed to be beautiful because yeah, I have the yeah, worst yeah. self-esteem and I cannot play a character that's not like some feminine, like, misogynistic view of, <laughs> of femininity, womanhood. of womanhood <laughs> in some way. Yeah. That's interesting. No, I remember your first role was you... <laughs> I don't remember. Because you got mad at me for it. You went ran up to this guard to seduce him. And, like, you put on all the moves. Do you see? I don't remember yeah. doing that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then I was like, cool, yeah, roll a persuasion check. And then you rolled, like, really low. And I was like... I got mad. <laughs> yeah, because I had to be like, That's well, the guard is not in- uninterested in, in you. You're like, I think you threw a pencil at me. Oh, probably. I used probably. to do that a lot. When we, Whenever <laughs> we play um, face-to-face D&D, yeah. I make... Yeah, I'm kind of mean to him. That Play-Doh is right in the microphone. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. You can. You I'm can playing use with it. Play-Doh. <laughs> I love it. No, it's fine. I don't want to. Because I'm a child. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, moving it's... on. No, yeah, yeah. That was that was a fun little campaign, and that was your first mm-hmm. character, and. And I really liked it because I had yeah. no idea what D and D was about. I literally thought it was just math and like. Yeah. I don't know. I just. I'd never played it before. I didn't know people that played it when I was a yeah. kid or in high school. Or You well, apparently you... had a secret underground game at Bethel, the Christian <laughs> college we attended. I did. That I'm so mad because I would have loved to play it. Well, it wasn't even my game, yeah. necessarily. Well, you yeah. were in it, though. I was in it for one time. Oh, that's it? Yeah, because I, I played a wizard who... Oh, no, were people all mad? Who, and my spells. I remember taking the spells Spider Climb... And like knock, <laughs> at knock. like first level, you can open tra- like like okay. locked doors. Those are random spells. Yeah, right. Because I was I was gonna be kind of a, a sneaky wizard, you know. Uh-huh. I was thinking like, ooh, this is gonna be fun. And the group got so mad at me that I couldn't do any damage <laughs> to anything. <laughs> that I just I just wasn't built for that at all. And I was kind of but the wizard of the. Oh, they I got see. a Aren't yeah. wizard wizards are, what are they? Galway calls them glass. Cannons. Glass cannons, yeah. So, I mean, it's not like they're super, like... Yeah. But you didn't take just, any spells I, that did damage? I wanted to play a character that was, like, purely utility. You can't get mad at people for their character. Oh, you shouldn't. Yeah, you shouldn't. Come on, people. But I was not I mean, asked. you can, but that kind of makes you an asshole. <laughs> I was not asked back yeah. to that game. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it. I get it. That's fine. That's fine. No worries. But I don't get it, but whatever. Yeah. I don't so like you, it when people are like that. 
Yeah, so you, when you have, um, when you're making characters, you said like you you kind of enjoy the, making make them sexy, making them really confident. Mm-hmm, Maybe because I'm not. Is a way to say that. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to yeah. say like, do you have any other kind of themes, do you think, through your characters as you make them? or They're always very tortured. Yeah. Or like have some, yeah. Although I think a lot of people do that with D&D characters. I've honestly never heard of a D&D character sure. that I've played with, which I haven't played yeah. as much as some people, but mm-hmm. I've never heard of them having a, a nice backstory. Right. I think I, I think in order to be an adventurer and leave your home and, and go and, you know, risk yeah, your like life. Yeah, you're not someone that just had this great childhood growing yeah, up. Yeah, that doesn't, <laughs> people who are very, very happy with their lives generally aren't. Putting it at risk. Yeah, that put into that sort of yeah. mindset to risk um, it all. I enjoy like the psychological stuff about it. Yeah. Like yeah, like putting that together for the character. Like I don't the, know if themes, you mean like though. the backstory kind of of like just no like figuring the... out what makes them tick. Oh yeah. Kind of yeah. You know because the backstory doesn't for me provide at all enough information so I kind of have to play them for a while and then sort of figure out right you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like what it like what drives them what you know yeah because you can make someone that you know yeah they have this certain alignment and like you Mm -hmm. know these like class and racial tendencies and then have a backstory to them and have like well now we have that thing where um oh sorry it's okay where um (laughs) Don't you put stuff like, um, like what drives you, what, you know, on our sheet? Oh, yeah. Like you the, have all like, those little questions. Bonds and flaws. And yeah. That's a, yeah, mechanic built into 5th yeah. edition that wasn't there Yeah, previously. I like that. But, yeah. you know, it doesn't nice. tell you how they're necessarily going to react and stuff to certain things. Right. It, so, I like that. Yeah, it gives you some interesting hooks for your character, but it mm-hmm. doesn't really give you a, a full-fledged personality. That yeah. kind of comes through, which is interesting because... Right now, you're playing Hakari in Goats and Dragons podcast, um, and you're doing it brilliantly. Uh, and it's Why it's really you? interesting because she kind of has so far seemed like sort of a shallow character. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Because she's she's not at all. Right. Oh right. But yeah. She's, and I, yeah. she doesn't like to show emotions. She doesn't like to show emotions. She essentially seems like her only motivations are like. Men and yeah, and, <laughs> and drinking alcohol, yeah, and stuff like that, which and fighting, yeah, and, and fighting, yeah, you enjoy fighting, yeah, yeah. But I, but with, I think the I think the more interesting question is not just if you stop there with Akari, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's that seems kind of shallow, but I think the more interesting question is why is she kind of doing those things? Why is why does she feel that she needs those things to? <gasps> Why does anyone do anything? Oh, why does anyone do anything? That's a great question. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that either. Well, there's always a reason, though. There's always a reason. You think so? Yes. Behind even if them. they have no idea. Even if it's someone that is literally insane. Okay. Yeah. Like an ins- like a person that would be categorized as, you know, there are reasons. Clinically. Yeah. Clinically insane or huh. something like that. There are reasons for everyone's behavior. Most times we don't know what it is. Right. That's, yeah. And I think but that's yeah, we that, going to kind of point to. That's kind of the psychology part of it. Yeah. Is that you learn that there's, no matter, you know, who the person is, what they're thinking. Right. There's some reason, whether it's, you know, even like base survival. Yeah. You know, that you don't know. So, yeah. 
Anyway, I don't remember. I forgot what you were talking about. Yeah, no, it's Hakari, I yeah. think. Yeah. And how, <laughs> it, yeah, there are motivations behind Hakari, which I think are actually just starting to come. I know, and I hate the, it. To light. Because <laughs> you torture me psychologically. You torture everyone psychologically, but. <laughs> do I? I don't. Yes, you do. I don't, I don't want to actually torture players psychologically. No, no. I'd like to torture well, characters. Well, with me, you like, do. You do stuff you on purpose me? with me. That's well. That's true. But that's true. because I'm okay with it usually. Right. I remember we, in our first in yeah. the first game that you like had this thing where these like dwarves were being tortured in this like and I cannot stand anything with torture. Do you remember like this sure. little like dwarf boy or something? <laughs> yep. And I risked like the entire party <laughs> to, to carry like, him to walk safety. him back to the village. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hold on, I'm splitting up the party. I was, I was so <laughs> mad at you because I was like, you knew that torture would get me, that I could not that's, leave someone in that position. That's true, yeah. So, like, but it's okay. Yeah, I get it. Like, I'm okay with you doing that. <laughs> well, yeah, and it, and maybe, maybe the word... I, is torture. I guess I don't want to actually torture no, no, and no. make it difficult joking. and unfun. No, but that's that, not what I'm saying. But I think there's, yeah, I think there's a little bit of torture. I was making fun of you. Yeah, yeah. I think because I, you do like to do that to me. I, I do. There's I not think to other people. I think there's a little bit of. But let's not use the word torture. Right. Yeah. What's the word? I think there's a bit of. You like to jabbing, cause jibbing and jabbing. I don't know. I like you to, like, I think, to cause people to really. Th- use their own things in life yeah. to be in the game. Like, like I think you like to use, like, situations maybe that you want to see what it's going to bring out in people. But not in a bad sure. way. Just, like, yeah. maybe even to work out some of that life stuff within yeah. the game. Does that make sense? Yeah. But nothing, no, I don't mean no, you, I, like, purposely torture people in this In the same way that I'm also working on my own inner as Andy mm-hmm. through DMing stuff. Mm-hmm. The dogs are barking. The dogs are barking. Oh, I love the dogs. Especially like, the yeah, little like one that barks all the time. Anytime there's spiders in a in a DMC Yeah, you game, freak out. Is, there's always is Andy working D&D. through something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. 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 No, I do, I do. I think I I think Dungeons and Dragons is perhaps one of the most therapeutic yes, things. It is out there mm-hmm. and I would I, I tend to try to encourage my players personal growth right uh, yeah I yeah yeah I, don't, I want to put stress on you to a certain extent only only so that you can kind of see how you can react in a very safe environment like the imagination and mm-hmm. so I don't know, maybe imagination isn't always safe but yeah, yeah mine isn't <laughs> And, and I definitely use things like that I know, like I know if you have confidence issues. Yeah, you're going to use stuff. I, I, but not I do to like hurt put, the person. No, no, no. But, but yeah, I put yeah. pressure on those characters. I know. In ways that they are shaken in their confidence sometimes or or even maybe they need to be more confident yeah. or something. And I, I, yeah. Hopefully I'm not torturing you. No. Unless. I just like to be mean and make fun of you. No. Yeah. Uh, let's, yeah, let's have, what's another question? Uh, what was the first game we ever played together? We already said that. I don't think so. Summer of 2013. No, 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 that's the the first first game. Uh, Yeah, I think this is just game in general. I have no idea because I'm not actually a game person, so. You're not generally, yeah. And. Yeah. I, 
Yeah. I think the first board game that... Probably Monopoly or something. Just the two of us? Yeah. Probably Monopoly. Yeah. Yeah, because I've I won every time. Because one time God flipped the board. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was an act of God. Did God flip the board? Yep. Darcy? It just went up into the air and no one did a thing about it. It did. Well, Monopoly's a... Monopoly's a dark game where you oh, see yeah. your... Oh, yeah, where you turn into a sociopathic corporation, yeah, basically. Yeah, and you see the end coming Yeah. an hour before you actually lose the yeah. game. It's, <laughs> it's awful. It's a very awful game. I don't I don't blame you for going, okay, no, I'm, no, I'm done. No, no, it was my winning streak I was mad about. <laughs> well, that's true, too. I wasn't mad that I was going to, like, yeah. lose necessarily, because I don't get that upset about games. Right. But... It, it, there's something odd here. I'm kind of the gamer of the group, but yeah, I certainly have not won my fair share of games no. with you. Because you strategize too much, and I just kind of go with it. <laughs> and then, but I mean, if I find something yeah. that works, I'll kind of go with that too. Like in that Viking game we play, what's that called? Uh, Raiders of the North Sea. Yeah, Raiders yeah. of the North Sea. And like, I do now have a sort of little strategies that I realized, yeah. like not going for like the lowest harbor right away to raid, like going for the top ones. Sure. Because, you know, but yeah, like you try too much to strategize and then <laughs> I think it's hard to see past, like strategy's all good and everything. Like I have trouble with strategy yeah. and that's why I just wing it. But... And that's funny because in some in D and D that should be a, a great like that's why that I play is chaotic a great, neutral character certainly certainly yeah because I don't know what I'm gonna do right you you are the you are a perfect mad lad you, you are mad lad mad mad lad you just you run around you do what you want you kill mm-hmm. whoever you want and then because awesome. I can't do that in real life yeah so well, why well that's why true why would too. I yeah why but, would I limit myself in a fantasy world but in like in like puzzle games mm-hmm. kind of I mean puzzle mechanic like when there are specific mechanics that are more efficient than other mechanics yeah <laughs> that shouldn't work mm-hmm. <laughs> that sort I of know. chaotic approach shouldn't work and it does Monopoly's a lot more chance oriented but well Raiders I think we're of- rolling dice Right, right, yeah. Raiders, Raiders of the is North more Seas strategy. Is much more strategy. Yeah, yeah. And I still, I can't beat you. It's only been three times. Yeah. Haha. Have you ever thought that I've like let you win? No. At a game? Good. Okay, good. Because no. I've not. Because your mom wouldn't even let you win when you were a child. Yeah. She'd beat your butt at Candyland and then <laughs> be like, would. "Haha, let's play again." She would, yeah. W- which I find a lot of love in then competitive games and stuff. But yeah. I, I think. And tell me if I'm we wrong, but I didn't play games. Yeah, when I well, was. Well, I think a kid. that competitive aspect maybe turned you off of yeah, games for a long time. Yeah, I don't like that because people can be assholes about it, and I'm like, sure. it's a game, you know. Yeah. Like when people get really mad if they lose or like you do something, and it's like it's a game. That's the point. And yeah. also, like you signed up for this kind <laughs> right, of thing. Right, yeah. Like you can't get mad at like you know the rules or like you know. So no, yeah. I don't like I don't like anything that's competitive. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> so, but also we didn't play games you, when I was a kid. We had like Monopoly, yeah. Uno. I remember like a couple times playing Uno. Yeah. And like a couple, maybe Hungry Hungry Hippos and a couple things. My dad wasn't a game person. Yeah. And so we just didn't play. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's fine. Did you play like Scrabble? Like, oh, well, with my grandma. With your grandma and stuff. And my scary step grandpa. Yeah. Who made it remember, horrible to play with. Yeah. I remember one of the, the first sort of 
time that I went and met like a lot of your family down there. <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> we played we played Scrabble with your grandma and grandpa. Uh, mm-hmm. And and my sweet little old grandma, <laughs> who never had a bad word to say about anyone, refused to play with Andy again because he was too good. He has a master's in English. I, at the time, I was getting a master's in English, yeah. Yeah, was, like... All I was thinking about was words, words. constantly. And Grandma was not happy about and that. I was, and I was decent funny. at Scrabble, yeah. And she refused to play with me yep. ever again. That was really funny. Oh, man. Yeah. She could, it's so funny because she was so sweet. And it would Super hardly ever lady. come yeah. out. But yeah. every once, like, in a great while, she'd be feisty like that. Yeah. But yeah, like she liked that, to play Scrabble and Monopoly a lot, which... Yeah. Ugh. There's part of that family line that I think you can kind of trace on your side of the family that that gets really competitive and really... Yeah, and I don't like that. That's yeah. another thing that turns me off. Yeah. Yeah. My family gets incredibly competitive. But you're fun about it. You trash talk and like no one gets mad if they lose. I've never yeah. seen anyone be like, that's it, I'm done. Definitely not in my side like, of family. Yeah. yeah. Losing like only makes you want to play again. Yeah. <laughs> well, you do have a couple people or at least one on your one side of the family that would get mad. <laughs> you, Every, everyone heard you whisper that name. Did they? Sorry. Okay. No, I, yeah. Edit he, that out, Adam. There, no, <laughs> no, there there are parts of my I, family I that get. I yeah, just, but I just no, you're fine. My you're lips. Fine. You're good. There, there are parts of my family that that. He's the only one though, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Don't get I mean, mad. all of us, all of us, Ashley does too. Ashley gets. She gets mad. Ashley, we played games a lot growing up, and. She's never done that when I've. She well, she's grown up a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah when she was a kid. Yeah, yeah. Since we started dating and stuff. Yeah. But Ashley, my sister, um, a brilliant human being. I love her to death. And she was, she had a rough time losing, or yeah. seeming to lose at games growing up. Yeah. Partly, I, we had this game called, and your Play-Doh reminded me of it. Actually, you, it's. It's a game where you would make little bugs out of Play-Doh, uh-huh. and then you'd go around the board, and then one of the mechanics of the game was you would splat other people's blood, bugs uh-huh. on the board, uh-huh. and then they'd have to start over. Oh, was it splat? The yeah. bug game? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was, it was a cute game. That. Yeah, it was always pretty fun. It was colorful. You know, kids love to play it. Mm-hmm. Ashley would get so upset, upset when, when you splat. splat her. Well, it was like her artwork. Okay. She's an artist, and she probably was like, you're destroying my artwork! (laughs) That's true. There is kind of a creative aspect. Yeah. A little bit of you is put into that bug character. Yeah. Not unlike Dungeons & Dragons. Yes. Yeah. Oh, your pillows are falling. My pillows are falling. Right now, we're we're set up just kind of hanging out on the bed. Got a microphone between us. Just chilling. Talking. Getting real. (laughs) And you promised me you would be very close to the mic. I'm sorry. <laughs> so My it's back's okay. <laughs> there. That's better. I'll lean forward. Okay, you're good. I'll lean forward. Very good. That sounded okay. awesome. Yeah. Um, no, like, so... So this is certainly the longest campaign you've ever done. Yeah, well... About a year. Mm, you, we did that one in the... We did. That, for, like... I think that was a little over a year as well. Yeah. Um, oh, I missed before. doing that one. Yeah, we played with some graduate students at at CU, CU when I was getting my PhD. Um, and we got to play. One of them had a key to 
one of the classrooms. Yeah. So we got to play in the classrooms, which was really cool. And uh, the big tables. And yeah. Stuff. That's where we met Galway playing yep. Dungeons and Dragons because we, um, we wanted to expand our game a little bit and he seemed super into yeah, that. Yeah, that was in the... That was like 2013, 2014, after we came back from After Indiana. we came back. Yeah, because I think, I think what's sort of spurned me getting back into Dungeons & Dragons was, was that summer that yeah. you and I played first. Yeah. I think I... Because we were at my parents' house that summer, and I you were was cleaning out the berry spent and stuff, and, and I found, like, my old Dungeons & Dragons books. And yep. Just kind of looking through them, and this is a bit nostalgic, you know, just seeing the artwork and, and whatnot. One. Darcy's taking a drink. Mm-hmm. It's a good microphone. You can hear that. I'm sorry. No, Why it's are you using this dumb microphone? We need to use the other one that doesn't pick up all this junk. It's all good. Okay. Okay. Gets out. You good? I'm sorry. You're fine. Don't worry. You're fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm like an after you. I take a long time to nest. It's all good. Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, we'll jump to another question here. Uh, we'll jump to the last one. What's the last one? How many of Darcy's horses have you have you has been killed? We're not. I don't remember exactly, but I think it's three or four throughout these D and D games. Because Hakari used to have like at, two horses, at two or three. Least. You, oh, and she had a ram that you killed that I used to ride. Yeah, Ferris, the ram, the giant ram that you yep. ride. We called it going ram bowling. Yep, because I mow people just over. Mow people over with that ram. Yeah, Ferris I think was alive. I think we just stopped. Oh, playing we stopped that playing game. that one. Okay, but you've killed at least three or four of my. Horses. I've I've killed at least four. I know. Of. Oh, you know of. Yeah, because okay. I've killed two in this campaign. Oh yeah. Right, one with a scorpion just straight through it. And I just had gotten it too. You just had gotten it, and then when you came in right after Vimeris got put in the ice. Spoilers. I don't. Uh, yeah. You rode your horse right up to the guy, jumped off your horse, and attacked him, and then he murdered your That's horse. Right. Uh, I hate it. To, to the point. This is what I'm talking yeah, about when you psychologically torture people. It's true. It's, and it's I, just, and he's just mean. I'm not. Tr- I'm not trying to target horses. Believe me, no, I no. love animals. I don't want to actually <laughs> hurt just, animals or no. anything. He just in has D&D. to be like that. Not in real life. Yeah. In D and D, you don't hurt animals. But it's, but it's gotten. It's gotten enough of a problem that it's a joke among our friends yep. that I kill their mounts to the point where no one names their horses anymore. No, I refuse <laughs> to stop having a horse. And I feel I feel bad about that because... I want to ram again. Yeah, like having a relationship with an animal like that is No, really because fun. they're going to die. The dog always <laughs> dies. Except yeah. in, spoiler alert, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the dog is awesome in that and it does not die. It's true. Yeah, about halfway through that movie, I started to get attached to that dog. Yeah, and I was mad because I was like, it's going to die. I know yeah. it's going to die. <laughs> Have you ever gotten really attached to animals in, in Dungeons and & Dragons and roleplay? Well, like, yeah, like we... my ram. Your ra- a couple oh, of ram. my horses yeah, yeah, before yeah, you start killing all of them. the horses. Them. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> if you were sorry, you would stop doing it. Well, it's it's not me. <laughs> I know, it's the it. dice. It's, it's not even the dice. It's, it's, it's the these di- monsters. That you make up. See a giant fleshy... <laughs> food animal that you rode straight up horse? to Horse? Yeah. Well, I guess if it's a monster. I think I killed two more of your horses with spiders. <laughs> so, is that six horses? No, I think it's four. Uh, that's a four. I, I think remember. you're right. Yeah. I Which think... is funny that you put spiders in your own game since you're so terrified of them. I take them outside. 
My mom and Andy both call me when they're big, well, not big bugs necessarily for you, but yeah. spiders. My I, mom with all big bugs. And then I usually take them outside. I've I've been more and more You've been taking capturing them, them and taking them outside, too. Yes. Because yeah. we live in, live in Boulder, basically, and we're hippies. <laughs> we're hippies. We try not to kill living things, things if, if we don't have to. Except yeah. sometimes for the chicken we eat and some fish. We, but that's it. Yeah. And I wouldn't do that if I didn't have to. And even then, we've gotten... We've started to get a little bit more away from red meat, chicken. Yeah. Yeah, we've mostly been eat. I mean, mostly I eat vegetarian, but... Yeah. Anyway. I, th- I think that... I think it kind of goes to, to Dungeons and Dragons as well. Like, in my mind, when I when I get really attached to an animal in Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. I, I do really care about that... Of course. ...about that creature as much as my own character. That's why I don't want pets. Extent. Yeah, well, it's, it's it, I feel bad a little bit. I feel bad back. a little bit because having an animal in D and D is a really fun thing. And yeah, and then you can. I think Asuna was even a ranger, wasn't she? Yeah, ranger. Yeah. Yeah, which is which are innately supposed to be like one with nature yep. and and That's have a bunch of animals. That's why I her first. But yeah, I didn't have any. But we didn't play for very long in that. We didn't, and we, the rules for like, it was yeah. it was that uh, oh. playtesting version of Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. and they kind of messed up Ranger. Because they just didn't give Ranger any like animals any animal stuff. Any, I know like, you're right. I didn't even think. I didn't know kinda, any better at the beginning. Yeah, but that's funny. Kind of a class they forgot about. It seems all the other classes are, are, feel really fleshed out and very different. Uh-huh. And Ranger kind of feels. So they still can't do animals. Not. I mean, you can. They're, but it's they're, not like it used to be. Yeah, and, and they're starting to to kind of rework Ranger in some of the unpublished material that they okay. release. But it's it's not quite as cool. Yeah, it's I don't, I don't know. I, I remember like because I started with advanced Dungeons and Dragons in like early '90s, and that that didn't have didn't necessarily allow you a lot of uh, animals. But it when you did get animals, there were when you did have pets, they were powerful. They were things that actually made a difference instead of just. Made you love them, alien got killed mm-hmm. in the game. Yeah, yeah. Do you think? Do you think Dungeons and Dragons, or just in role playing games in general, uh, helps you with empathy in that way? Well, I'm an empath, so I don't need help yeah. with empathy because I over empathize with everything and everyone. But yes, <laughs> I think in general. Yeah, and I think any narrative. Like, I mean, they've yeah. proven reading, include, you know, uh-huh. um, over movies and stuff like that. So not any narrative. But when you can get into someone's mind and be in someone else's shoes, that it improves empathy. I mean, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think it does. Yeah. Because even if you couldn't get into the minds of other, you know, the other characters, you're creating someone that you're being someone else for a while. So I think it can yeah. give people a great deal of empathy. Because and maybe this is part of the tie that I have to the game is I kind of have I have struggles with empathy <laughs> in real life. <laughs> he sounds like a psychopath. He is not. I'm not, I'm not quite. He's an actor. Psychopathic. <laughs> I. He's not psychopathic. He's not even not quite. I'm sort of a high functioning sociopath. <laughs> no, he's not. Sort of. It's it, it's weird because I have I have a decent I have really I have a, you're not a sociopath. I, I, 
I, I know I have tendencies. That's yes. Okay. He might have some tendencies, but have, no, like no have, hurting people. No, 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 no. I have just kind of with trouble with empathy, empathy I, sometimes. Yeah, I have trouble being You're being very empathetic with me though. I tried to be, yeah, and I, I know and certainly I'm animals. I have I have a really big yeah. You know, it's almost debilitating. I can't watch the cartoon Fernando. No. Or not Fernando. What's it? Ferdinand. Ferdinand. Why? Fernando's an ABBA <gasps> song. Fernando. <laughs> I can't da, watch da, Ferdinand because I know that da, bull da. is going to go through some hardship yep. somehow I and I can't do it. I can't watch it. stuff I used to watch as a kid yeah. that have animals in them. Oh, yeah. That's like, okay. Well, we, we, grew up on, we grew up on stories of animals. They were like so sad. Like oh, Milo we were just and talking Otis? about that. Yeah, like Milo and Otis. Um, uh, far from home. No, it's, it's wasn't it. It's not far from. It's home. not far from. What's it called? Uh, Homeward Bound. Homeward Bound. That's it. Yes. Homeward the Bound. Saddest, like they all have happy endings, but there's yeah, just but man, these horribly sad parts, and I always s- cry at Homeward Bound. My sister would time. would religiously watch Benji the oh. Hunted. <laughs> I never watched, I never like. I think I think it just kind of scarred me because this poor dog's just going through all this. This poor dog's going through just trauma after trauma, and helping other animals deal with trauma. <laughs> That's probably sister, why I never watched it. My sister loved it, and I was like, Ugh. I just well, when you're had to kid, turn off my emotions. When you're a kid, go all vampire. Go vampire. When you're a kid, though, you don't know about like all the trouble in the world, so it's like an yeah. exciting adventure to watch it. Yeah. But, I mean, not all of them, but, you know, and I think, like, I still get upset at movies like, uh, oh, what's the one with the fish? Finding Nemo? Finding Nemo. <laughs> Dory yeah. is devastating. Dory is, Dory is a Shakespearean character. Sort of tragic character. Oh, a fool in that way. It's so bad. Yeah. I just didn't know. No, we got time. But how long have we been? About half an hour. About half an hour. You okay? I don't Are know if done? we can talk for another half an hour. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. This kind of stuff wears me out. It does. I'm not used to like being real. Well, yeah. Just also, I'm yeah, I'm not around a huge amount of people, so it really wears me out when I am talking about yourself. Yep. Yeah. I think I think one of the reasons you started playing D anD D again was kind of social, was to yeah social again. I've been sick for the last decade of my life, so yeah. different things going on, and yeah, it's a way. Well, especially online, it's a way I can be social and from the comfort of your own. Yeah, I right. can be in my bed. I can, you know, unless I'm like just horribly sick, I can. Yeah participate. I don't have to drive to someone's house or sit in a chair the whole time, you know, for like yeah. six hours. Because, yeah, we definitely do play for four hours at a time sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it definitely helps me be social. It's actually probably like when, when, one of them only, only like maybe two or three social things I yeah. do. So, yeah. So, no, that's important to me that way. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to hold the microphone over here. Ugh, cool. I'm sorry, my neck. You're alright. I'm falling apart, and I'm only 37 <laughs> years old. <laughs> I'm doing great. He is. I envy him. I hurt my back this summer, and so there were there were <sighs> probably about four episodes that we taped 
where I was in excruciating pain. Yeah, and you wouldn't know it to hear him because he's just like how his dad was. He just looks perfectly well. Yeah. The only the only reason I can tell if he's in excruciating pain, which I've never seen him in that much pain, is his face goes white, <laughs> and then you get these huge circles under your eyes, and like your eyes kind of glaze over. But yeah. that's it. So it's just kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, pain pain is weird. Like that, <laughs> and I, I'm I'm trying to think of a way to tie it back into Dungeons and Dragons, and it's it's, it's weird. It's your characters go through pain, but we don't feel the physical pain. You certainly don't feel the physical part of it, and it's it's not something that we dwell on a lot. Partly because I know that you have chronic pain issues. Yeah, and, and that would and be that would really actually be very for hard for you to. Yeah, because I over empathize with anyone yeah. in pain, yeah. and I can I can actually feel it in my body. So if I over empathize with my character's right. wounds and stuff, that would be, ugh, that would be horrible. Yeah, right. So that's why you know you just heal up and you sleep and you're fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I wish real life was like that. <laughs> I could go to sleep for eight hours and gain all my spell slots back and all yeah. my wounds. You certainly like causing pain. I don't like to cause pain. I like well, to kill things. That's true. No, I don't like to cause anything pain. Even in D&D. Nope. Speaking of which, I'm going to grab some Tylenol. Oh, okay. Well, this is Andy's time now. Andy can talk about anything he wants. We'll see if Adam cuts any of this out. I'm guessing not. I'm guessing not. <laughs> I think it's all going to be there. I could do a plug for uh, Podney Dangercast. Oh yeah, do a plug. The uh, the podcast for Rodney Dangerfield enthusiasts in another dimension in which he is still alive and acting. It really is? Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and I know it's for Rodney Danger- Dangerfield enthusiasts, but I had no idea. Oh, that's great. It's, I didn't know he died. They're like four minute long episodes. You would love it. It's, I'm going to start listening. I'm only three episodes in and I'm hooked. I love it. <laughs> it's the best idea for a podcast. It is really good. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you are, have been a part of um, Goats and Dragons podcast as a regular. Because I think people started to like Hikari when she'd pop in and out. Yeah. I like Hikari. She's fun to play. Yeah. She is fun. Although I really want to play my one-shot character, for anyone that listened to our one-shot. And me and And me and Mill. (laughs) She's such a bitch. It was so fun to play her. She's very, yeah, she's very cool. I like her a lot. Do you have a, I mean, is Hikari your favorite? Or just the one you're closest to because you played her the longest? I've played her the longest, and she's my favorite. But after, I do tend to get a little bored after playing someone so long. But I know her the best. It's true, yeah. Yeah, because I've definitely played her the longest. Right, because you started playing her in our in our graduate school game. Yeah, so like 2014. Yeah, which is partly why she's thousands of years old. (laughs) It just keeps dying over and over and being yeah, because that was five years ago. So yeah, and And I kind of yeah, I kind of reincarnated. And technically, it's a it's a story that was told in the same world. Is this one? Yeah, it was just another lifetime, right? Yeah, it's just loud lifetimes, many lifetimes ago. Yeah, and stuff that it was happening. Yeah. Except I didn't, you know, in in my first incarnation of Akari, I oh, didn't. Sorry, put that down. 
I didn't, um, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I wasn't like thousands of years old, or at least I didn't know it in that lifetime. Right. You. I was mortal. Was that your first lifetime, you think? As a girl? Was that thousands of years ago? It was. It was. So maybe. Thousands of years ago. Yeah. Because that was two campaigns ago. And so the campaigns have been separated by so far about four or five hundred years. I'm 3,700 years old, though. Are you? That's what my sheet says. Damn. <laughs> So that probably wasn't your first. No, that was not my first. It just maybe it was first. a lifetime where I didn't know Cause until you, later. Because sometimes you're going to have lifetimes where you only live to be like 20-something. Yeah. And are killed by something. Yeah. A dragon or something. And then you get reborn sometime yep. later. So you, yeah, you, you probably just don't even know what you... Oh, speaking of characters. Oh. I really want to play, uh, oh, it was a something monk. Oh, an elephant monk. Like an Indian elephant monk. Oh, that would be cool. Uh, Loxodon is what they call that. Yeah. I really want to make that character. Yeah. I trademarked that character. Okay. And he would be blue, kind of like kind of like Ganesh, uh-huh. sort of. Looking not with the multiple arms, but uh-huh. I really wanted to be like a, kind of a yogi. Yeah. Kind of. That would be cool. There's another one we thought of, too. That'd be fascinating. Do you, do you, it's, that's, that kind of brings up an interesting thing in my academic mind. Do you... Do you find D&D as a, a sort of a safe space where you can uh, dip into other cultures? And I never thought about it of, before. Oh, yeah? No, because none of my... No, I... Well, this character, like, uh, kind of an Indian Ganesh sort yeah, of monk that, character. That's my first character like yeah. that. I mean, I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with... Even though I do realize that to it's an aesthetic. yogis and, like, Buddhist monks that are... Sure. Like we would think of as like actual fighting monks are completely different. I do realize <laughs> right, right, that, right. and yes, I, I am a white girl playing this. Certainly, yeah. But um, a yeah, I don't know. Cultural... I never really thought of it before. Just that yeah. seemed like a cool character. Because, because honestly, as a, my head. as a DM and a white dude, I don't try. I I will certainly have like you know darker skinned people in this world. Mm-hmm. Uh, that in in our in our kind of stupid real like world, it, Eastern Asian person, right? right like yeah, that. I'm not, you're not. Yeah, doing I'm not. That. I'm not. No, there's yeah. no such thing as Mexican in a in a D and D world, right? Does yeah. that make sense? Though there are sort of Latin inspired peoples. Mm-hmm. Even those people, though, as a DM, I don't feel very comfortable. Yeah, dipping into that voice. No. And, you know, simply for kind of uh, an NPC who's not extremely... Yeah. A lot of the voices no, I do do tend of, to be European or yeah. Caucasian kind of Which based. I think nowadays is good to stay with. Right, right. No, I, I, I feel just sort of personally sort of a little yeah. uncomfortable. I'm not saying yeah. other people shouldn't play that way. No, I mean, no. You know, but it's, it's a game right. and it's in your imagination. And yeah. We do have a little bit added stress because it's a published podcast, yeah. And it's and it's a you know we don't want to offend anyone. It's a live stream, and we certainly don't want to offend anyone, you know, at all. But, um, but yeah. So I generally dig in that stick, hole, Andy. <laughs> I generally try to stick with Caucasian yeah. sounding folk. Yes. Um, to a certain extent. Yeah. That's funny. I never thought about that before. Yeah. Oh no, D and D brings up all kinds of. Deep issues to talk about. Well, yeah, of course. Dark, 
This is the time in the episode where we get dark, Darcy. <laughs> where we get deep. No. Sexual. <laughs> <laughs> that did get dark. <laughs> Aww. Poor Andy. We're sex positive here. I'm kidding. Aww. I'm anyway. kidding. No, uh... So one thing, one thing that I wanted to mention at some point in the podcast was, uh, was my father passed away in November of last year, and that was, that was uh, when we were doing when we were kind of just starting to think about the podcast version of this. Mm-hmm. We were doing online streaming games, and we were publishing those to YouTube and everything, and we were doing that still weekly. Mm-hmm. And and I remember that he, he passed away on Tuesday very, very suddenly. It, mm-hmm. You know, it was not something... Well, he, he had been very sick for, for years. For a very, very long time. it wasn't a terminal illness. It wasn't a terminal illness. And he was the type of sick that he kind of could have passed away at any point. And we yeah. sort of would have been like, yeah, okay, we understand. Yeah. But it still was very sudden. And it was very sudden at yeah. the same time. Yeah. It's... it's it's stupid how contradictory that could be. Yeah. Sometimes how this very ill man just passed this away. This very, very very ill man just you know very suddenly suddenly yeah. passed away and it and it was shocking mm-hmm. to us at the very same time. Um, well, we had we had also scheduled a D and D session for that Thursday or something. Oh, that's right. And, and I tried to talk you out of doing it. You did. You tried to talk because I was doing worried it. about and, you. Yeah. Uh, Which. And, it's well, not that I didn't want you to play. I was just like, yeah. oh, gosh, is he going to break down in the middle of it? Sure. Like, because, yeah, because you know, honestly, just the, you just don't know what kind of emotions are going to crop up. Yeah. Or anything like that. Because you know, we're and still in shock, too. We're still of. very much in shock. Yeah, we're, yeah. we were planning, you know, I was planning a return, yeah, a return trip home. And yeah. We all of a sudden had to make funeral arrangements and, and, and then, my, you know, be out in Indiana for yeah, like five days. Yeah, my mom and my sister did, you know, they live in Indiana and so, so they, they had to do everything. spearheaded yeah. that and I was still out here dealing as best I could. Mm-hmm. But I remember we had a session for Thursday then and I was pretty adamant that I wanted to play. I, I really wanted to, and I don't exactly know what I was thinking. I was kind of thinking that. I just kind of wanted to get back into the swing of things. <laughs> Two days later. <laughs> That's so you. It is. It's just so him to be like, okay, let's not think about emotions. Let's just go on. Let's just go on. Uh, there, there's something about returning to normal. Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. It's just funny. Is, Sorry, is, I didn't mean to make no, fun no, of no, that. No, 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 no. It's very important for me because yeah. I try, well, and this goes to a lot of my issues, but I try very hard for sort of this existence to to keep going and be normal mm-hmm. and, and you know to make sure that my friendships are maintained and my relationships keep going yep. and everyone's happy with me and and that goes deeper to my own confidence issues but anyway in this instance <laughs> it it yeah it was something where I I I wanted I'd been sad like just devastatingly sad for two days yeah I wanted something again that was that made me happy, that made Fun, me, yeah. you know, sort of experience stuff with my friends. And so I was like, yeah, you know, let's, I want to jump back into it. And I hadn't really prepared a lot for the session, uh, which you don't necessarily have to all the time. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a shared storytelling game with lots of moving pieces. It, you can improvise a good amount of it. Uh, 
However, in this, in this. Oh, that's for, right. For some reason, I had I had led this group to a caravan that was that was called the the wondrous uh, the wondrous wonders of Wilfred Woe. And it was like this really kind of sort of dark and macabre, a little bit like like carnival. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the group decided that night, that session, to like go and see a show. And so like I'm in just a really weird headspace at this yes. point, and I I start kind of just improving this show that's all about woe and death and <laughs> like rebirth and, and life and the cycle of it all and <laughs> and stuff like We're that like what is going on it probably sounds pretty weird and it's it's certainly uh, among our podcast sessions uh that episode i think i think it's called the wonders wonders of, of wilford well actually um so you said it was two days after your dad died yeah, I think so it, it probably would have been the, it would have been the podcast his- uh, for November 29th. Because I think he died on November uh, 27th. It was right after Thanksgiving. Well, that's, that's when we, we taped it. Oh, okay. Uh, so we taped it then, and, Never then, mind. and then the podcast then. is released a lot later. That's right. Um, so I don't think it was released until, like, June or something this year. Yeah. Or something like that. Never um, mind. Yeah. But, but um, and e- even though that was a very kind of odd, weird session <laughs> to a certain extent it, it was really it, it was really healing it, it actually got me to kind of start processing processing stuff like mm-hmm. up until that point I felt I, th- I think I felt incredibly numb yeah. because I I I'm, I wasn't in the same state as my family mm-hmm. you know it was it was a very yeah it's not like I, you were making funeral plans there's nothing I could kind of do you yeah. know to help anything I just kind of felt numb because I I didn't think I could deal with it yeah. very well, um, and oddly enough, <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons kind of gave mm-hmm. me a bit of uh, an avenue in order to start feeling something in a very safe environment. If that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. So like yeah so so. Interesting. Yeah. No, I think it's very therapeutic. Yeah. You're able to have get you, out of yourself. Yeah, and just... I, I know. I know you have had kind of slices of that as well. Can you think of anything specifically that you've kind of dealt with or, through D anD D, or mm. has anything gotten easier or better for you in real life because of it? I can't think of anything specific. No. quite honestly, but I haven't played. Like I haven't played in like regularly in so long like you know several years really because think about the last time I probably played regularly maybe like 2016 2017 you mean before Goats and Dragons again yeah before Goats and Dragons so I'm just saying like I I don't feel like I've been playing long enough again yeah to really and I can't really think of yeah I guess I mean I guess I've gotten out just in general through characters especially Hikari I've gotten out yeah like a lot of anger kind of like yeah, that's sure. my anger kind of like just sort of general generalized anger <laughs> disorder yeah, yeah. I don't know no, I get <laughs> like it. I get it. that I have um like I've worked on that yeah through her I don't know if it's made me less angry <laughs> we're just giving you better and new ways just to do it kind of 
But yeah, like, you know, like it's kind of yeah. therapeutic to let it out in a way that's, yeah, you know. Certainly. I, yeah, like I, and, and tell me if this, if this goes too far, I, I would, I could only guess at, at your experience with this, mm-hmm. but, um, but prior to playing that first time, mm-hmm. you, I know, I know you were having a really, uh, what, what I guess in our family we call flare ups where, yeah. where, where you are just down for the count for yeah, like months, months. Yeah. Uh, you were kind of in the middle or toward the end of, of one of those and yeah. really hadn't done any socializing. I'd just been basically any socializing or anything. in the house yeah. for months. And I, I think the reason I kind of suggested that we start a game was because... Partially because of that. Because you were yeah. you were sort of um, maligning the fact that... Because I think it was when you were starting to feel better. Yeah. And, and yep. when you were starting to feel better, you're mind gets a little better first does yeah. that make sense yep my and, mind starts to because so i have you, i have like something called fibro fog so my mind yeah. will get very cloudy like i have trouble remembering things which i always have a little trouble yeah. with it but yeah my mind which is also why you clear. play chaotic characters that yes doesn't have to, don't have to remember strategize yep. yeah it's fine i don't have to remember what's going on i cannot <laughs> i can go in and out which yeah. happens to me a lot and just be like oh okay well yeah. they planned something oh well <laughs> Yeah. But but I think it was kind of on one of those upticks when when mm-hmm. your mind was wanting to do more stuff but your body couldn't quite yeah. get you yeah. there if that made sense. Yeah. Yep. And, and I think I that's why we started. I think that's why I we had started suggesting, well, hey, what if we try this role-playing game that yeah. me and But yeah, I mean my it's cousin had taught me that. when yeah. I was 9 years old and because my family thought it was us. of the devil and <laughs> They don't think that anymore, I don't think. They certainly don't. No. <laughs> but, yeah. We no. grew up in the 80s and 90s, yeah. so that was my, when the whole... My mom took me to my pastor when I, when I was... Yeah, when I was... Because because uh, my cousin Kurt had taught me D&D when I was very young in nine or so. I was about nine or... Maybe yeah, that's where your psychopathic, sociopathic <laughs> tendencies come from. The devil's game. <laughs> the devil's game. And... At that point, my family was just like, oh, what a fun, you know, hey, what a fun game of mazes and monsters and that sort of thing. Isn't that that movie with Tom <laughs> I Hanks? I think that is a movie with Tom Hanks. Check out, it was a TV, <laughs> made-for-TV movie called Mazes and Monsters. Yeah. And um, Tom Hanks is in it. <laughs> and it's all about how D, basically a and d like game called it Mazes is. and Monsters drove this kid. <laughs> and this was like in the Insane. 80s. Insane. Because people were so scared of this game, churches were burning D and D books. Which is funny because it. So, but anyway, she when took I was pastor. when I was nine or so, like, and I was first taught the game. My cousin yeah. taught it, taught it to me in a very rudimentary way. Yeah. Um, no one batted an eye, uh, and then me and my older brother Dave started playing it when he was living with my parents. Then yeah, like for a while. Like, we started playing that again, and then I was about, you know, thir- 12 or 13 at that point. Uh-huh. Um, and then... Everyone freaked out? Yeah, kind of at that point. Like, it was like 90s at that point. And oh, it was still going around that it was like, the double. my parents kind of got... A, I, don't, I don't think there was anything that, that sparked it. I think it was just... 
they had all of a sudden realized that this was becoming kind of a large part of my life at yeah. that point. So I think they there wanted to kind of... There were reports going around of like rises yeah. in Satanism and like yeah, all this like stuff that. that was in the 80s and yeah, 90s. So, so they, I'm just saying they probably realized all of a sudden like... Oh, if this is going to be a big thing for him, yeah. maybe we should check yeah. it out and make sure that it's yeah. healthy. And I get that. I get that. Yeah, you're their kid. Desire for you know wanting your kids to do healthy things. It does make me laugh, but I get it. Sure, sure. If, my, if they, my parents would have freaked no, out, no, no, my if, mom would have freaked and out. And if they knew at the time how healthy Dungeons and Dragons is for me, yeah, they would have been you fine know, with it. Like it's keeping me from being a serial killer. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm because I'm generally a psychopath. But she took you to the see the pastor. She took me to the see the pastor, who then said, "Who who?" I explained it to him. I uh, mm-hmm. I was also playing Magic the Gathering at the time. And, oh yeah, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, and and so I was explaining these games to to Pastor Scott. I don't remember his last name. Uh, and he he told me then um, uh, that as long as good always wins, <laughs> then it's okay. But as soon as evil starts winning, then it's not a healthy thing anymore. Like it makes sense. I'm just laughing. I don't yeah. know why. That just and, makes me laugh. And at the time, I was, I. Like the theme of this podcast episode, Andy's kind of a psychopath, and he plays roles to a certain extent to fit into You're society. Not a psychopath. <laughs> Stop saying that. Andy plays roles to fit into society yes, in a lot. Which of ways. everyone does. Well, I don't know if I do very well, but yes, I take it to a little bit of a nothing. Yes, you extent. do. You do. Um, so I, I went home and I got rid of all my black magic cards, all the cards that were like the good in the spells. black deck. Oh, that's because <laughs> there was a black deck that was mostly like necromancy and evil, and I'm like, well, fuck if I'm not ever gonna win at this game with this deck. Because then it's evil. Yeah. I might as well give it away to my friends. Oh, that's and they funny. Did. So, um, and 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 then other situations got in the way, and I, I stopped kind of playing Dungeons and Dragons as well mm-hmm. for a long time. I I hope that didn't really have a like. I don't think it. I don't think his words really made me not play Dungeons and Dragons, but it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it also kind of made me sad. The idea that. Some for something to be good and yeah, that it has to go a certain way. It means way. that good always wins. Yeah, and I and I fundamentally disagree with that pro- yeah. with that premise. Well, that's that, why I was laughing because it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I. When has good ever always won? Yeah, <laughs> even in any given religion, that's that's a kind of a ridiculous proposition. Yeah, if good always wins, yeah. then in Christianity there never would have been. Yeah. Like a problem in the beginning, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right? Did you, did you ever growing up deal with? Oh, with Dungeons and Dragons at all or no. anything like that? No, I or? just remember hearing it was like, like yeah. Oh, it's evil. I remember hearing Magic yeah. the Gathering. Not like from my parents, just like my mom no, had said something cool about, about like, sure. what? Huh? Your parents, I'm sure, would have been cool about it. Yeah. No. Oh, really? My mom would have hated it. <gasps> oh, interesting. No. I didn't. Because she grew up being told that, like, all this stuff is the devil. Yeah. Like, her church and everything. Yeah. She went to a Mennonite. Not Mennonite, like, wearing skirts and bonnets kind uh-huh. of thing. But um, actually, her dad was a Baptist minister when she was young. So, yeah. yeah. They didn't even go to movies. Interesting. So, yeah, no, no. She, she would have freaked yeah. out if she'd found me playing she's, that. She, I probably would have, if I'd explained it to her maybe a little yeah. bit. She still gets freaked out by my Hikari art <laughs> That's true. that you got me <laughs> that, that is hanging, hanging in, in our wall. loft. She yeah. does not like it. 
I mean, she she's certainly progressive enough. Oh yeah, to she's be very cool progressive. With it. Now. Yeah. Now yeah, she but, doesn't care. Even if she doesn't personally want to. But I'm just saying, if I'd been a kid, like yeah. I remember her telling me when Twilight came out, if you had, if this came out when you were young and you'd been reading it, I would have been so worried about you because oh, it's about vampires. Yeah. And I was like, Mom, they don't even have sex till they're married. Like it's not. <laughs> it's it's just it's like Christian the, vampires. Yeah, it's the most Christian book you could. <laughs> yeah, <have been> like. <laughs> I'm pretty sure even Nancy Drew got down. <laughs> no, she you did don't not. Think? No. Yeah. Okay. Well, at least not in the books I read. Oh, maybe, maybe I missed those. My own Nancy Drew fan fiction. Anyway, um, yeah, that's that's kind of an inside look into Darcy and Andy. Um, ta-da! Ta-da! Uh, yeah, so we, I, I think we just kind of wanted to do this, the, these a couple of these episodes, these podcasts, just to get a better sense of who's playing this game, you know, that you're listening to. Mm-hmm. And uh, knowing that we're real people behind all the facade. And all the roles. It's beautiful. Yep. Fun, fun. Fun, fun. Little unstructured, but we got there. That's okay. That's how we use it. Go Gilberts. Woo. Woo. Wait, wait. High five. Wait. High five. There, okay, we, go. there we go. I'm We're, We're really bad at, at high that. fives as well. So, yeah. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Uh, we love you all. Um, Tell what time the podcast is and everything. What time it is? Well, you need to it's put not the day on. what it's, time. It's on demand. They can listen to it. Oh, shut up, Darcy. Tell what time the live one is. <laughs> so we generally play... Yeah, we record our podcast live uh, generally on Fridays uh, at 9 Eastern Standard Time um, on twitch.tv slash helpfulgoat. Uh, and you can also look us up on helpfulgoat.com or follow us on Twitter at helpfulgoat. Um, and uh, we try to be active on all of that. Um, and hey, if you just uh, want to talk to us, uh, Andy and Darcy. Darcy doesn't have a lot of social media, but nope. if it's you poison. if you if you send me something, I could Poisons I could send brain. it along to her. Yep. And and ask if it's a question or something. I get her it you know advice on something. It's fine. Or a um, compliment. Or a compliment if you love Hikari or you think Darcy sounds beautiful, which she does. Aww. And she is. Aww. Uh, bleh. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you go bleh? I don't know. I was being real. I'm being too real. <laughs> I can't be any he more just real. just threw up a little in his mouth. Uh, okay. So anyway. anyway um, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to all that. Uh, and Send yeah. us stuff if you want. Cookies or something? Yeah. <laughs> Fan art. Probably not Fan cookies. Art. I probably wouldn't eat anything that someone sent us. Yeah. I would, I would totally love some fan art of Hikari. That'd be great. Yep. Um, and we're also going to try to get some other members of Goats and Dragons to do this kind of thing uh, with people. Just kind of a, a one-on-one. Talk about games and life and get real. You know what I'm saying? Get dark. Get deep. Darcy's doing a jig now. A good sight gag. A very good sight gag for audio. Yep. Anyway. It was funny. All right. We love you. We'll talk to you later. Bye. This has been Helpful Goat Presents Behind the Goats. If you enjoyed what you heard and want to hear more, follow us on Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook at Helpful Goat, and find us on YouTube by searching for Helpful Goat Gaming. And if you like what you hear, please do consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. We are a small independent game design firm and would really appreciate the support. Thank you so much for joining us. 
and we'll see you next time.